know, maybe it's just rousing and sweat. You know, there's nothing illegal about that. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Yeah, one of the lead stories when it comes to the upcoming MLB trade deadline, where will the landing spot be for Cubs star Chris Bryant? Joe Ostrowski and Cody Decker in for Joe Giglio. This is BetQL Daily with you on this Friday. We're also keeping an eye on the Open Championship. Top of the leaderboard shaping up a little bit in the middle of day number two. Colin Morikawa still holding on to his two-stroke lead. Uh, he had, he went six under, shot a 64 earlier this morning. So he has nine under for the tournament. And Jordan Spieth, Louis stays in just two shots back very early on in the day for them. So uh, Jordan Louis again, just two shots back there. Rom now underway, the overwhelming favorite coming into the tournament. We'll see if he ends up making the cut. He is a uh, par after a couple of holes. And l- let's see. Uh, yeah, Phil Mickelson way back. Bryson, here we <laughs> Bryson's two over on the day. So he's three over for the tournament. T98 for Bryson. Ah, oh, so close. So close. But come on. Speeth is coming. He ain't going to stop. He's going to end up taking this probably by two strokes. Bryson, back-to-back bogeys here. Hate, ah! to-, <laughs> Hate to see it. Uh, uh, what about Major League Baseball? Let's play a little uh, shopper drop. You know, when you first look at uh, the standings across the divisions, many of them Still seems okay. We got some races, got some races, maybe not in the American League Central. A few seem to be over a little bit earlier, but um, I don't love the wild card picture. Like, we might be right, we might take a look at it right now as we're getting set to start the second half of the season. And the National League is set, three teams will make the postseason from that division. So, both wild cards, second and third place there, and in the American League. Is Tampa going to fall all the way off? They're the one seed in the wild card picture. Then the Athletics, they have a three and a half game lead over Seattle. Maybe we could make a case for teams like Toronto and or Cleveland, uh, the Bronx Bombers, maybe, but there's a four and a half game gap right now. There is, but it's also, we got 80 games left. We got a lot of baseball to play right now, and there's some, been some teams that have been some outliers. One team that immediately comes to mind is the Boston Red Sox. It's a team we completely thought was punting at the beginning of this season, and look what they're doing. They're still dominating that AL East. A, a division, by the way, I still don't think they're going to win. Really? Yeah. Okay. I still think the Tampa Bay Rays are going to win that division, dude. I don't think, yeah, I know you wanted me to say Yankees. It ain't (laughs) happening. It ain't happening. They ain't making the playoffs. It's not happening. I wanted you to say the Blue Jays would do something crazy because that would be a lot of fun. See, I could see the Blue Jays actually snagging that second wildcard spot. I really, really can, especially if they get another arm over there into Toronto or Buffalo or wherever they want to say they're from this year. I'm just thinking if they get another arm, they don't really need any other offensive pieces. They're pretty much set defensively, I think, especially if they stay healthy. And they're a young enough team right now that really seems like they're not going to go anywhere. It looks like these guys are going to be out there all season. But if they can add another arm, possibly another bullpen arm, that team is ready to go right now. All right, let's play a little shopper drop. Let's try to figure out what these teams are going to do because I'm sure there are a number of them. They don't know internally. 
They're like, okay, let's see what happens in the next couple of weeks. And that's going to decide a whole lot if we end up uh, buying or selling. So let's uh, keep it in the American League. Seattle Mariners, maybe, yeah, you know, they are ahead of schedule. They're five games above 500 at the break. And they're three and a half games back for the second wild card. Are they going to shop or drop? They're going to drop the the Mariners death taxes and the Mariners are sellers every single July. They are not going to be bringing in anybody new. I don't think they're going to be doing any type of shopping. I think they're going to maybe unload another person to see if they can get their hands on a couple more prospects. The Mariners are not far off. They just aren't there yet. That's for sure. They're at least another two years out. Maybe a little luck there with their record of 48 and 43 because they have a negative 50 run differential. <laughs> How? How do you do it? I just yeah. don't know. It's the same thing what happened with Cleveland earlier in the year. The team was in first place in the uh, American League Central, yet they were leading the major leagues in errors. Cardinals, too. Remember when they were owning oh, the yeah. NL Central? And then, yeah, they showed their true colors. Injuries uh, assisted there as well with Flaherty going down. Uh, both of us like the Blue Jays. We think mm-hmm. they're going to add. They're four and a half games back. Man, if you if you believe in run differential, they are plus 72. It's amazing what this young squad is doing. Team can absolutely hit with the best of them in all of Major League Baseball. I'll put their offense right up there with the Astros, even the Dodgers as well. I think this is just a team that can hit. They just need more arms desperately. I don't think either of us believe in the Yankees, but... It's a pressure cooker. It's a little different when you're in that New York media market and all the money under the sun. Do you think they're going to sell? Let's say they're within, they're around this range in two weeks from now. Three and a half, four and a half games back for the wild card. What are they doing? I'm going to tell you right now, they're the New York Yankees and the New York Yankees will never sell. Ever, ever. They will fire Cashman and fire everyone else before they sell anyone. That is not the Yankee way. And if it ever becomes the Yankee way, maybe they'll win again. Because right now, I do not like this team. I do not like how this team was constructed. This is a ballpark that is the best possible place for any left-handed power guy, and you have nothing but right-handed power hitters. It makes no sense. You have nobody that can get on base on that team. I actually love that Timmy LeCastro trade because at least it's someone that can do something different, not just another right-handed power guy that's either home run or strikeout. This is not a team that's built well for that stadium. They needed more arms. They blew everything on Garrett Cole. I I am really, really down on the New York Yankees, and I really think this is all Cashman's fault. It worked when they sold in 2016. They got some great players uh, dealing Andrew Miller and Chapman to the Cubs. So maybe maybe they'll do it again. You think it's all on Cashman? Okay, Just, just the way he constructed this current roster? The way I mean, the way that everybody points at Aaron Boone as if he was the one that oh, put that's, this roster together, he didn't yeah. do it. He's just playing what he has in front of him. And it's not that he doesn't have good ball players. He does. He's got talent. He's got stars. But you need some table setters. Rufin Odor is not that. Yeah, I agree with you. Maybe they shouldn't, but the Yankees are going to shop much like the Blue Jays. But what about the Angels? Maybe uh, Mike Trout getting close. Rehab assignment on the way. They haven't announced anything. Uh, Joe Maddon keeps pushing that off a little bit. They played better, better since April. Uh, Do the Angels have a shot? They're five and a half games back in the wild card. 
Zero shot in hell for the Angels. But I don't see them as sellers either. I think this is a team that is going to stand pat, get ready for next year. They have a lot of free agent cap space next year. They got a lot of money they're going to be able to throw around a little bit. And if you just watch the Angels draft, they did something unprecedented. They just drafted in all 20 rounds. They drafted 20 pitchers. This new front office absolutely knows what this team needs. This organization desperately needs arms, and this team is really going to be pushing for it going forward. I think this is a team that is poised to really take over the American League West for years to come, but it ain't this year. So I don't think they're going to be buyers or sellers. When's Rendon going to show up? Has he arrived there yet? (sighs) No, he has not. And when is he going to show up? Good question. It ain't this year. It's got to be next year. Let's take a look at the Cleveland Indians. They have no shot at the American League Central, so you have to consider the wild card. I, I'd love to hear the conversations going on in those offices because the fan base isn't happy how it ended with Lindor, and uh, we were talking about it on the show the other day. Four and a half games back from the wild card. Are, are you going to jump up and steal that spot with that offense? Maybe they should look at getting a haul for Ramirez. They should. They honestly should. I think that the Cleveland Indians is a team that should be looking in sell mode right now. I know they're in second place, but that division is out of their reach. So much so that the White Sox are basically running out a lineup that is the Charlotte Knights, and they're still winning by 10 games in that division. That's just, it's not even going to be close. Uh, Losing Josh Naylor, I think, was the final nail in the coffin for that team. That really, really hurt them offensively. Uh, You mentioned already they traded away Lindor. I think this is a team that just needs to hit the reset button because that division is going to be good in the next year and a half. We've got an absolute disaster in Minnesota right now, and they are looking like sellers, as they should be. But the Kansas City Royals is a team that's drastically improved, and they are starting to get to the point where they might be contenders in these next two years. You know, it's fascinating if we're looking from at the White Sox, and that's the team everyone's trying to catch. And I think that's going to be the situation in the coming years is if you just take a step back and look at all the White Sox injuries that they've dealt with, right? With the position players, Grandal most recently, it's like all that when you think about, okay, what would have to go wrong for the White Sox not to win the division, for them not to be the favorite over the next few years? Well, a lot of that stuff went wrong, but the pitching staff stepped up and look at them. They're running away with it. This is the one division we could say it's already decided. Pretty much. I think there's really only two divisions in Major League Baseball that are pretty much, I wouldn't say completely decided, but pretty close, and it's both centrals. I think the Brewers are just going to completely separate themselves uh, for the next couple of months, and of course the White Sox. But you mentioned the injuries that the White Sox had. They're not the only team. I think there's been the injury bugs been throughout all of the league, and it's just been who has been the last team standing, and the White Sox have kept their pitchers healthy, and that's why they're in the position that they're currently in. All right, Cody, let's go to that NL Central. I agree with you on the Brewers. The only thing you can question at times is their lack of offense, but everything else is great. Defense, starting pitching, relief pitching. The Reds are four games back in the division. They're three and a half games back in the wild card, even though both of us believe those two wild cards are going to the NL West. Reds fans are begging, begging them to buy relief pitching. Do it for us once please a big baseball city are they going to do it no and here's why and it's not going to be for lack of trying it's going to be the fact that we said with john Heyman earlier the supply 
is nowhere is nowhere near the demand. There is not enough available good arm back end bullpen arms available right now that's going to help push this team over the hump. However, I do think this team needs to add, figure out a way to add something good. If you can add an arm that you have control of over the next year, year and a half, Start planning not just for this season, but for the next season. Don't sell. Your team is just too damn close, and they are close. They just need a couple more arms in there. Philadelphia Phillies, 44-44 and at the break. They are on pace to hit the win total that was set before the season started. They're three and a half games back of the New York Mets. Philadelphia going through some COVID issues right now. Are they going to be shopping? I think they're going to be buyers. I think that entire NL East, with the exception of a team named the Marlins, should be buyers. I think every team in there is close enough to that division. The Mets have not separated themselves. They've had arguably the worst offense in Major League Baseball this season. Lindor with a terrible first. Well, I want to stress that again. He did not have a terrible first half. He had a terrible start to his season, and he really started turning it on towards the end of that first half. I'm expecting a big second half for him, but I do think that the Phillies need to add absolutely they're too close to the chance to winning that division same with the nationals it looked like it looked like a month ago the nats were going to sell everything and they had some serious pieces to do so then kyle schwarber came along decided to hit a home run every at bat for three weeks and now that team's looking primed that they want to make a run for it as they should i think the a the nl east is the most up for grabs division in baseball yeah, this is this is the fascinating one. Uh, I agree with you that the Phillies are going to shop no matter what. They need to add to that bullpen. I mean, we could say that just about oh. every day. It's what's wild about this. But the Braves and Nationals, watch what they do over the next couple of weeks. By trading for Jock Peterson, a uh, first baseman in, this, in their system over to the Cubs, does not necessarily mean that they're going to buy. They're still below 500. And you're not going to have your best player for the rest of the season. A couple of guys that you were hoping that would return are not going to be returning, like Soroka, later on this season. So I, I would say the Braves, um, their fate will be decided by the team in the next two weeks. Yeah, you are going to see it. It's going to be how these next two weeks play out. How long is Jock Peterson going to be wearing an A on his hat? I don't know. It could be as long as the rest of the season. It could be as short as five days, depending on how this next week and a half goes. I do think, however, they're going to turn a little bit of corner. I know they lost Acuna Jr., which hurts dramatically, but this is still a team that should be able to win this division even without him. Soroka being gone is another massive blow. If they get another arm in there, however, the Braves might be some legitimate contenders. All right, earlier in the show, we had Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman on the show, and we discussed Chris Bryant. We asked Heyman about some potential landing spots for the Cubs' third baseman. You know, the Mets are a perfect fit. It's a team that's interested, and uh, there are several other teams, from what I understand, that are interested. One, curiously, that I heard was the Dodgers. I'm going to have to look into that because I'm not sure how he fits the Dodgers. They have a very good third baseman. They have Bellinger and Betts and Pollock and others in the outfield. I mean, Bryant plays any position, basically, except shortstop and catcher, and probably second base, so maybe a little tall for second base. But I'm not sure how he fits there, but I think there are a lot of teams who are going to show interest in him. KB can play everywhere. Joe Madden was doing that when he was the manager, putting him in both corner outfield spots, uh, giving guys a breather. <laughs> if the Dodgers decide, man, that where, where would you hit him in that lineup? Anywhere. You could bat him nine and you'd be perfectly fine and you'd be perfectly justified in doing so. But I asked John the question, 
is that a block trade? Because yep. you know AJ Preller is going to add either Chris Bryant or Joey Gallo, and I don't want—I don't think the Dodgers want them having either of them. NBA Finals Game Five tomorrow night. We're going to preview Game Five with the Ringers, Sirit Sohi, Joe Ostrowski, and Cody Decker here on BeckQL Daily.